Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their four hundred one k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour, it's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel. Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. This smells like a spa, actually. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoke and audio. 
Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. We are moving, grooving, and feeling all sorts of fancy. It is another week of the Almost Famous Podcast with Ben and Ashley I. I Ashley, I say this every time. When when do we drop this I? I told you, when I have children. Oh, jeez. Hey, Ashley, we have so much to talk about today. We've got to just dive kind of into this. I mean, there's not a lot of time to waste here. Um, we're going to start out with, it's been, uh, I'm going to take a second here, Ashley, if you don't mind. Yeah, please it's do. Been really interesting um hard week uh in like the bachelor nation family and just also overall we've lost uh some people that we know uh maybe look up to uh respect uh the first topic to discuss today is about the uh sudden uh passing of tyler g uh he was 29 years old it was suspected overdose i lost my best friend in high school um, due to an overdose. And these situations are, in, in all circumstances, tragic, mm-hmm. especially um, for somebody like Tyler G., who, from everything I heard about him, he was he was enjoyed, he was adored. This is a tough one. Yeah, we wanted to have somebody from his season that he was friends with come on and talk about him as a person, but um, we haven't been able to get a hold of anyone yet. But I do want somebody to come on and talk about talk about Tyler from a place of really knowing him. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that loved him, Ashley, and I think you know for us here, we wanted to give them the space this week. We'll have somebody on here and and kind of share some more intimate details about who he is. Yeah, uh, he he was hospitalized for over a week, and it seems seemed to be in stable condition uh, from a source that I read and it's just very sudden. I don't, I don't know what happened. Of course we can't, we don't even want to assume. No, it's tough. The, uh, the next headline, um, but our thoughts are with uh, Tyler's family, his friends. Uh, it's been, I know when we got the headline sent to us, it was, it was shocking for us all here. Uh, switching gears uh, quite a bit. Uh, Jade uh, and T- Tanner uh, were stripped of their $1 million fantasy football prize this week following cheating allegations. So within uh, a couple days, they went from ha- thinking they had a million, being celebrated for a million, to not getting any of it. This this is one you know, of two people that we like, we call friends. Uh you know, I don't know the behind the scenes of this. I've tried to stay out of it because it is my friend and it's your friend. I know that the investigation was thorough. And unfortunately, it has officially been declared that they will no longer receive any 
of the $1 million fantasy football prize. Jade is no longer a winner uh, in that realm. But in every other realm of life, she's crushing it. Two beautiful kids, a wonderful, loving husband, a great family. Um, Money will never buy those things. Yeah. Um, I'll add just part of Tanner's statement from the other week, which I really do think there's quite a point to. He said... um, that they respect DraftKings need to do their due diligence in regards to Jade's winning the million dollar prize. Um, Though we must ponder, would the questions, accusations, and curiosity about this win be the same if the winner had been male and somebody who wasn't already in the public eye? And then he further explains that it was just pure luck. So I do think that they have a very interesting argument there. Doesn't matter. They won't be getting it. Chase Rice opens up about a bad breakup amid Bachelor drama with ex-Victoria F. You saw this this week uh, on The Bachelor. It was ridiculous. It was was ridiculously good drama for us to watch. It was wild to watch. I can't imagine being there. But he opened up to Us Magazine about it. Ashley, what does the article say? Uh, the article is a little bit confusing because he addresses Victoria, says that she's great, and that their breakup was just, you know, because they were together during a bad timing. You know, he blames their breakup on not being to, in this, the right place in each other's lives at that time. But then he also talks about another, an ex that is not named in the article. And he just says that she's listened to the songs, that he, um, doesn't want to offend her or put her on blast to the public through the lyrics of the song, but it's intense and it was therapeutic for him basically to write about. Yeah. So he doesn't allude to whether that is Victoria F or not, but uh, I think the article is at least trying to make it seem like it might be about her. Yeah. We'll talk about this more during our breakdown of this week's episode, but it is worth talking about. Uh, because it is a headline. Chase Rice opens up about Victoria F. Bachelor in Paradise star Jenna Cooper. Yes, you remember her, Jenna Cooper. Uh, she was around, I think, two seasons ago. Uh, made a name for herself on Paradise. Is pregnant with her first child. This is according to Bustle.com. Um, Jenna posted on her Instagram this week that she is pregnant with her boyfriend's child. They've been together for about a year and she says it's been hard to want to share all this good news about her love and about the baby because she is a little bit scared about how the public reacts to things about her personal life. But she's so happy in writing things to her child on Instagram, her future child and how she can't wait to meet them and support them, and she's due in just a few months. I think it's awesome. We have to celebrate life, especially uh, in this Bachelor Nation world. So good for Jenna Cooper. We will celebrate her here on the Almost Famous Podcast. This next uh, story is one that's personal to me. Actually, today I made the phone call, booked my appointment for Friday at 12.30 because of the news that Ali Fedotowski uh, has uh, skin cancer. Uh, she is doing a campaign now uh, all across the U.S. really to tell people to get your skin checked. Ali Fedotowski has skin cancer and as a result of her telling me to get my skin checked, I have made my appointment. So Ali has basal cell carcinoma and it was found on her stomach. They removed it. As long as you catch it early, it's very curable. 
But of course, you got to go to the dermatologist in order to catch it early. So you guys, if you have anything suspicious, make sure you get it checked out. And even on top of that, you should go at least once a year to your dermatologist to get a full body check. 100%. Yep. I'll be getting my whole body, my whole body checked real soon. Friday at 1230. I don't know what the doctor's name is yet, but they're in for a little treat. <laughs> um, I got weird stuff growing everywhere. Oh, God. Uh, you are a little bit of a moly man. My my husband's a bit of a moly man as well. Yeah, he's got to get checked, Ash. Oh, he, he went last year, so he's due now. But, he, Good. yeah, I, I forced him into that office, and I sat with him, and I was like, there's that one that looks suspicious. There's that one. Yeah, he doesn't like it when I do things like that, but he needs you to. You love him. Yep. You love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bachelorette alum Tyler Cameron, we know him as Tyler C., tells Jennifer Gardner he'd swipe right on her Tinder. Does he mean it, Ashley? I think so. So basically, Jennifer Gardner did one of those Dolly Parton challenges, the LinkedIn, Tinder, Facebook, Instagram, Square, right? And Mm -hmm. um, somebody commented under her picture being like, that's not the kind of... That's not going to, you know, attract people on Tinder. Like, you should switch that and that. And then Jennifer made a comment about how this is must be why she's still single or, you know, something like that, which I don't know that she is. Something something along those lines of, oh, I guess that's why Tinder never worked for me. And then Tyler sees that comment under Jen's picture and said, I'd still, I'd swipe right. Uh, no, I wonder if he means it. She... Still hasn't responded to his <laughs> comments, but hey, for Tyler C, he's throwing his shot. Maybe he should try uh, Jennifer Aniston since she is a known Bachelor fan. Just switch the gens. Well, also, actually, in the article, it made it sound like Tyler broke up with Gigi. Is that true? Um, Gigi Hadid? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I just wondered. It, it made it seem like it. He was uh, the initiator. Yeah, but mm. hey, I don't know. Hannah Brown probably won't be the Bachelorette ever again. Hannah Brown has been in the news a lot recently because of her mirror ball win and also her time spent on this season of The Bachelor. We still think she may come back. We don't know. We have zero clue. It's just an idea. But either way, it came out, according to Bustle.com, that Hannah Brown probably won't be the Bachelorette ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Bustle was trying to get some clickbait there because in the interview, she does not say that she wouldn't be the Bachelorette ever again. She said she she doesn't know whether she'd do it again. And she says that it was emotionally difficult, maybe not something she'd want to take on, maybe a process that's not going to work for her. She said she doesn't need the show to find, a, you know, a significant other. But um, she certainly did not rule it out. Um, you know what? I don't think anybody is thinking that Hannah Brown will have a hard time finding a significant other. But if she wants to do the show. Great. We'll support it. It's great conversation for us. The final uh, two stories here. Uh, one is uh, producer on The Bachelor, Lindsay Lyles, posted today that The Bachelor is considering, seriously considering a 65 and older bachelor show they're starting casting right now in addition to that chris harrison posted that he will host the upcoming bachelor spinoff listen to your heart ashley these two new uh, shows according or in addition to bachelor live on stage the bachelor is busy right now what are your thoughts 
Bachelor is super busy right now. I, you know, like I said last week, I can't believe that the Listen to Your Heart is an official Bachelor spinoff. These these people that come off the show will be part of the Bachelor family. And um, I think I think we really I really don't know. <laughs> that's that's not enough, Ashley. What do you <laughs> that, think? I don't know. Do I think we're going to be overkilled? I don't know. There's another show that I hear is in the works as well. And then we're like, holy moly. So a whole 52 uh, weeks a year will be dedicated to The Bachelor in some way or the other. I think the well, old, the, I think the older show with the sixty-five plus will be actually very interesting. I would love watching that. Listen to your heart. I'm gonna have to see in order to see if I'm gonna really buy into it. I I really am excited about the senior show. Yeah, I think maybe, I could I could really get down. I think it's gonna be awesome. It's actually I was just in uh, as I, we were talking about the Diamond Resorts tournament in Orlando, and I played alongside Michael Waltrip, who is an old race car driver, and he had mentioned to me in in seriousness he goes hey if you guys ever do that please let me know and i'm thinking that's your bachelor oh my god Race amazing. Car driver, good looking guy funny michael waltrip definitely sick in the 60s hey ben do you have somebody that you would nominate because Lindsay was she was texting me earlier she's like if you have anybody in mind for this let me know i definitely do i mean I don't know how it happens all the time that somebody comes up to me and says hey you should the bachelor should do like an, an older uh, version of the show. And now it's actually happening. You know, I've, you know, you can think through grandparents. Uh, you can think of your friend's parents who, you know, maybe gone through divorce or unfortunately been widowed. All of those people are candidates now. And then I think to, to put them in this environment is going to be nothing but awesome. Hey, those are our headlines for today. It's a wild week in Bachelor Nation. Uh, again, our thoughts, our prayers go out to Tyler G, his family and his friends. But also to all the other stories that have came through on today's podcast, you can follow them up uh, by researching for yourself. Send them in to us. We want to hear what news you're bringing in from Bachelor Nation because there's always something happening. Email us at Ashley at iheartmedia.com or you can hashtag us at the Almost Famous Podcast. Hey, Ashley, we have a lot to talk about today, but let's take a break, take a breather, and we'll be back. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. 
or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair. The OG has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, 
this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. It's a famous tagline. Will you accept this rose? And a famous, very, very special person whom I'm a massive fan of, Arden Mirren is on the podcast right now. Marie, gosh dang it. It it looks like Mirren. It sure does. And thank you. This is so exciting for me. Thank you so much. It's so nice to meet you in your tent pillow fort, Ben Higgins, long distance. (laughs) Should we describe what Ben looks like? He's in his hotel room in New York right now. He's hiding under the bed comforters for sound quality. Sure. It feels, it's like a pillow fort thing, sort of. It's nice. Yeah, I'm out here. Uh, we just did, we actually, we did, uh, GMA GMA gave us the whole hour to do the bachelor live show today. And so I just got done what? with that. You did a whole hour on good morning America. Oh yeah. That's so I'm, wow. I'm laying in a hotel room right now covering my head up because I couldn't get back to LA in time. Uh, Hey, real quick, uh, as we, uh, start talking about, uh, your new projects and all the great things you have going on. Yeah. I am a tremendously massive. I mean, I might be the biggest fan of Shameless. Oh my like god! A huge yeah. fan of Shameless. Always have been, and yeah. the fact that you're in studio right now oh. just blows my mind. Thank you so much. That was one of my favorite jobs that I ever did. Um, I played Dollface Dolores, aka New Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was just a joy. William H. Macy is as wonderful as you would imagine. He would bring a ukulele to work and just play it like behind the oh. scene. I mean, he's just magic. And he would just serenade people, but not in like a creepy, weird way. It was just, he was a delight. Oh, that's awesome. It you was guys, really fun. You guys may also know her from Chelsea Lately and as Regina Sinclair on Insatiable. But the thing is, you also have been recapping the Bachelor franchise since I think before us. I s- what year did you start this podcasting? Is th- we this is our fifth year. Okay, you beat us. We started. Ben, you were my first recap. <laughs> I didn't start watching until Caitlin's season. So I, but I've heard oh, you missed me. I missed you and your episode. The, I've heard so many people describe the Badlands episode as the greatest 
because of and I know this is like hearsay but they're like no you don't understand this woman kept hinting that she may or may not have killed her husband like, I mean I, I, I've yeah. gotten in trouble for alluding yeah. to that so before I'm, so I'm saying that I did I'm saying that I didn't see the thing but I love when it's described to me by comedians mostly they're yeah. like this woman basically kept kind of hinting that she loved her story and her favorite part and it seemed like she made Something went awry with her husband. But I'll I've, just say there are lines that she said throughout the season <laughs> yeah. that they didn't even add in there because I think it would have been incriminating. <laughs> you said it, not me. You were such a joy at our live podcast. Oh, thank you. So the beginning of the season, uh, I was on an episode with Ben and I kept talking about the live podcast that I did with your podcast, which is Will You Accept This Rose, which you now just signed on to iHeart, which is why you, yeah. as maybe a recap competitor, is no, here. No, <laughs> we're not a competitor. We're so, are you sure? No, we're comedy. We are comedy-based, and in fact, I think people get more facts. I've been listening to yours, and yours is way more professional. <laughs> well, at, at your live podcast, I was like the girl who, I'm not very funny, but I can give you facts. You, so that's what I did. <laughs> I, I actually think you're very funny. Oh, thanks. And I thought you were a delight. We all loved you. We loved your sister. Oh, thanks. No, you picked Lexi to go. We, we, yeah, I was we, wrong. We do our live thing. We do the draft picks just based on their bios and photos. And so we don't, we haven't watched anything. And so I was wrong too. I picked McKenna, the blogger. Oh, no. Neither of them are going to She's win. definitely the most annoying on the show to me. Yeah. Maybe even beyond Alea. I, I agree because she's folding in on herself. Sort of, and like she's just so yeah. over the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not over the top in a funny way, too. No. Over yeah. the top and just in like yeah. I can't even put my finger on it. My number two is Hannah Ann, who's still in the game. She's it's just, she's. I don't think she's gonna win, but I do think she's gonna be a big participant in Paradise. I think Ben said that Hannah Ann was his number one, right? She always has been. Yeah, I, Hannah Ann was my number one, and Sarah C was my number two. Sarah C's gone, but I think Sarah C is gonna roll. In paradise, I think that is going to be her, her spot. But Hannah Ann, I don't think wins now. I'm I'm starting to change that a little bit. Yeah, she still was my number one from the beginning. Arden, one of the interesting things about your podcast is you bring in a lot of like celebrity fans of The Bachelor to talk. Yeah, how do you find them? Are they everywhere? And are they ashamed <laughs> at all that they love this show so much? And can you share with us? Oh my God, please! You can have. You can have all of them. It basically started because I started watching the show during your season, Ben. I'd never watched it. And I was like, this is the greatest thing. I've never watched sports. And I felt like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who's going to who's going to go to the finals? Like, who's going to go to the Super Bowl? This is amazing. And I wanted to find like funny people to talk about it with. So I started out by just reaching out to comedians. But then, you know, you work and you start meeting like I'm on a show with Debbie Ryan and then Lance Bass was on. It turns out like I've sort of lured everybody in. I'm like, I forced Debbie Ryan to start watching it. And now she's completely hooked. She and her her fiance, Josh Dunn from 21 Pilots, they'll text me. They, they're they all like mad at Hannah Ann. So things like, you know, it's like, it's exciting to sort of, I lure people in. Some people are ashamed and don't want to do it. But um, you know who's a huge fan of it is Thomas Middleditch from Silicon Valley, like loves the franchise. Yeah, I've met him at a watch party. Yeah. Literally, I met him at a watch party that was one of those live shows that The Bachelor does. He was backstage. Yeah. I walked in, I was like, now this is weird. Like you shouldn't be here. You're better than this. And he, but he loves it. He loves it. It's so wild. It I, is. It's so. It's the most fun show. I think this is a fun season. You did you watch the episode last night? I sure did. Okay. 
Amazing. So we want to recap with you because I love that you add like a little bit of comedy, a little bit of sass. You're not afraid to say things because, well, you may not be in the same room as them one day. That's what's weird that we've met a lot of them and then I feel like such a creep because I don't hate watch it, but we do make jokes about it. And then you meet people and most of them are lovely. That's what's so confusing. You meet people and you're like, I'm sorry, I made so many jokes. You're lovely. Totally. So Victoria F. has the one-on-one. Yeah. And I think we all really like her. Do you like her? I find her adorable. Yeah, I really like her. She's real. She, she, do you know who the comedian Jenny Slate is? I know. Yeah. She reminds me. She, there's something. There's, she sort of has a Jenny Slate quality. I think she's she's just growing on me more and more. I think she's couldn't have been cuter on the date. Like that she faced her fears, her giant eyes. Yeah. I thought she was adorable. She's super authentic. She is not afraid to say when she feels uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which is a quality of hers I really like. Um, but it was interesting that she didn't say that she was uncomfortable as she walked up to the oh dance podium Dude. as her ex-boyfriend, Chase Rice, is performing. And Ugh. you can tell the second that they were, that she found out that they were going to do one of like the classic dance during a concert concert yeah, things yeah, yeah. that she was like oh god who's the performer like you could see all the terror in her eyes oh because one they're almost always country singers yeah. and two she probably while filming this show for a couple of weeks knows that these are the kind of scenarios they ideally try to get people in i mean this was one of the most gotcha things i've ever seen on the show this was my, like you could even tell how excited the cameraman was because they <laughs> like they almost like they were like shaking their tail a little too much and just like like get it get it on her face like they were closer than normal as they walked up capturing and they like couldn't wait for the moment it registered like we got you like we got you who did you feel worse for yeah like chase rice or victoria i mean here here's a secret and i've never shared this i've known this for months that this date happened oh my god that chase was out in denver i've heard all about this and i hit it i didn't even hint towards it i didn't say it who do you feel bad for I feel so. So he he, but he knew his ex went on. So that's what I'm. He literally admitted he's like, yeah, I knew you were gonna be on the show, but what were the odds that I'd be performing I, on your day? Oh, I, I don't know. I the worse, odds would be a hundred percent if you asked me. I felt worse <laughs> for her, of course. I felt worse for her because I felt like she got ambushed, and she feels delicate. She's easy to crack. Like she, there's a there's a little fracture in the pavement there, you know. Like she gets thrown, and as we saw at the fashion shows, but but. So I felt like he knew when he agreed to go perform on The Bachelor that she was going to be for her. Probably. I know. And I know that he wanted to do it for his career and his album comes out on Friday. Yeah. And it's the, the perfect timing. So yeah. he's probably like, oh, yeah, that's my demographic. My album's going to come out the week of this airing. It'll be all perfect. But you know. knew that your ex was on the show. So for you to be so naive to for you to think that they're not going to put you on the same day. I felt so badly for her. I felt, and it was a really good song, and I felt like she rose to the occasion. Like, I, I would have done the same thing. I would have, like, the fight or flight. Like, I would have just like freeze and make nice, and then I, I, watching her panic in the circle, and then talk to him behind. Oh, I just felt badly for Peter. Peter talking to him like bro to bro outside the tent. Oh. Ben, do they have you talk bro to bro, or was that a special scenario? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I did to the guests. I'd go say hi. I don't think that was uncommon. I think what was the worst part of the whole thing was at the point where Peter whispers in her ear, you know this song, right? 
Oh God. Oh, it sounds. No, he, he. No, he goes. You know this song. I think it was like that. Yeah, because she was singing oh. it. She was singing yeah. it. Wow. Terrible. Cringeworthy. Oh, I mean, oh my God. absolutely cringeworthy. And that brings us into then the fact that we kind of sit and, and actually, for lack of a better way to say this, I really enjoyed the scenario, not because of the pain caused, but because it was very interesting to watch, like how any party would respond. Yeah. Chase, you know, being angry. He wasn't. He handled it well. Uh, Peter after he was told by Victoria and after so many comments that he was making about how excited he was about this date. Oh, God. Oh. And then Victoria shares with Peter in the evening portion. And it does seem to me, and I want to hear your thoughts, that Peter is at first upset with her. Yeah. I, I think there's minutes I sat where he, I thought, yeah. oh, Peter, she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But it felt like he was upset with her. Yeah, when at first when she told him, like you could see that disappointment in his eyes, but then I think he realized he was like, Oh man, I mean like that's an ex and she was produced to be on this date. Like this is this is not her. This is the situation. Yeah, she didn't invite him on. Yeah. <laughs> like she I, I felt so she so got sucker punched by the producers and somehow it was like, How could you invite your boyfriend to play? You know, like there was no part of her that wanted to invite him on. Yeah. I felt a little bit like the way Chase was looking at her. I felt like he was a little bit like, like she's the one that got away. It felt like the way he was looking at her was sort of like, like he was like, see, I am the man. I'll, I'll come remind you how great I am singing. Like you're going to think of me while you're dancing. But I'm like, it was sort of like when Hannah showed up the first night. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like he was putting his stink yeah, around a little bit. Yeah. He's like, look at me. Like, and I will say... Uh, from a woman's point of view, and please let me know if you agree or disagree, um, Chase Rice was a whole lot sexier was, up there yes. behind the guitar singing yeah. than Peter doing like his awkward white boy dancing. Mm -hmm. And I felt for her in that yeah. moment because even though like she's like, Peter's definitely more of like the husband material yep. and he's like the guy who's going to be on tour too long. Yeah. She definitely was like, that one's sexier. This one's more marriage material. 100%. Yeah. It was made me feel like Chase was it. Like, he knows he's hot on stage. He is yeah. hot on stage. Yeah. And you could tell the song's really good. She's singing along. Yeah. I'm sure he sang it to her. You know, yeah. there have been moments. Oh, man. Oh. And when he said, could Chase Rice play at our wedding in his confessional or his, like, I was just, I felt badly. That line definitely came about because they're like, what if you and Victoria get married one day? Would Could Chase sing at your wedding? And oh he was God. like, oh, Chase could definitely of sing at our wedding. They just get you. They just get you. They just get you. They just lead you. They lead you. I mean, I love it. I lo I'm here for it, but I felt bad for it. I felt ba I felt badly for all parties. Yeah. Do okay. So we feel bad for all parties. Peter, Victoria, and Chase. And once Victoria tells Peter the scenario, he ends up responding very well to it. There is this moment where it felt like contention and difficulty were bringing them closer together, and the date actually ends very well. It's sweet. We like Victoria. I think most people in the country is cheering for her right now. I have uh, a hot take. Yeah. Team. Okay. This is going to be one that I don't think I've ever shared in our seasons of covering The Bachelor. Hmm. I'm in. I obviously don't know all these women yet because there's a lot. We've had a lot of drama and we haven't got to hear from most of them. But I am saying right now, if Victoria does not end up 
being <gasps> the one or having the potential to be the one, I don't know if there's anybody else there right now. Even Did, close. Wait, really? You don't what, think what do you Madison? Mean? You don't Madison. think Madison? The the whole I thought you were Instagram gonna say Bachelorette. I thought I thought that you were gonna I say Victoria. Bachelor- I thought you were gonna say Bachelorette. Bachelorette. I thought you were gonna say Bachelorette too. I I honestly maybe Madison. You could throw it in there. They had a great first date. But yeah. You could argue Madison, but outside of Madison and outside of Victoria, are there any women who have shown any potential of being the one for Peter or Bachelorette? Um, Kelly, but we haven't seen much of her, but what we have seen is I love strong. Kelly. I love her. I love Kelly. She's the girl I most maybe want to be friends with. I love, yeah, she's yeah. the chillest. I have to say, I, I, even though I, I, I want to give her a hug. I, I feel like Victoria P has a shot. There's again, I, there's a lot I don't of drama. Know how much I trust her after this episode, but also I trust her more than Alea for sure. Can I tell you how fun it is to discuss this with you two? I <laughs> have the best time. I'm not, this is such a pleasure. And to know that I can tell that you, I don't read spoilers and I can tell that you also are figuring it out. I'm like, what a treat this is. So yeah. thank you for having me on. Well, apparently it's a spoiler free season. I got to add two more things before we move on to, from the Chase Rice drama. Right. Chase has said this week on a radio show, he said like he has no loyalty to Bachelor production and he feels like he was bamboozled. He feels like he was, like, taken advantage of, which is, like, so, which, I don't know, now knowing that he knew his ex is on the show, I feel like he's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Team, let's be honest. Okay, Chase is a fine fella, I'm sure. Yeah. He knew his girlfriend was going on the show, and second... The Bachelor just did you the biggest favor of your career. Oh, my God. Nobody's talked about Chase Rice more. No. Nobody generally. (laughs) Nobody talks about the other guests that come on. It's like Chase Rice is the. It's like Tennille Arts. They come on every year. But like, you know, like Chase Rice. We've never had this much chat about somebody. No, we have never used somebody's name so many times. Except for when the goose had a meltdown in front of Richard Marks. Richard Marks! <laughs> I have an extreme passion for Richard you Marks. Should. I got like sweaty talking about that drama. It was amazing. Watching him, that was a real instance of somebody just, you're like, just sing anything. Anything. Literally anything. Come on, come on, bro. You got this. Just get in the game. You've been screaming at everybody to sing a song for Richard Marks. Oh my God, that's amazing. It's Richard Marks is prom, prom music. Um, I also want to say one more thing. Except... Um, she says that they broke up because she didn't want to live his lifestyle. Yeah. But I kind of have to be like, she broke up with him because if she was either going to be like one of his girls. Yep. Because I just, I might be categorizing, categorizing him wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, he's a young, hot country musician. Yeah. She didn't want to be one of the girls yep. or she could have been on The Bachelor. And I think she broke up with him to be on The Bachelor. Yep. Agreed. And I'll say I was in a very similar situation before the That's before exciting. the bachelor called. And I said, I don't want to be one of the girls. I want to be the girl. So I'm going to go live my life. And you got the happily ever after. And then look at that. You no, got the happily ever after. I would have never, after. ever thought. I loved it. We all loved I it. I would have never thought. We've all been this rooting for you. We've all been rooting for you. Okay. We were all like, truly, I can say this as a legit fan of the franchise, like a psycho, <laughs> a psycho. All of America was so happy for oh, you. Well, thank you. You did watch my seasons of Paradise, so like you of have course. a good grip on. Of course, who I, am. I watched Winter Games, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I heard there's a rumor that there's going to be Summer Games. Yeah, I heard there's a rumor about that too. 
exciting. They're, they're yeah. definitely the Bachelor franchise is up to a lot of things. I am not going to be shocked if we have fall, winter, summer, <laughs> oh spring We're... games, along with a couple musical dating shows. Oh my some... god, how am I ever going to do my real job? <laughs> it's it's, it's you... going to ruin our country it's... in the best of ways. I'm, a, uh, I'm all here for it. So we're going to have a group date. Arden, I would love for you to stick around yeah. and talk with us about it. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a break and come down, and come back and break down this group date, which before we get into it, I think it's one of the most interesting, fun group dates ever to be performed on The Bachelor. But hey, let's take a break and we'll come back talking more about What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. 
This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The date card comes in. They're sitting in the hotel. Victoria P. Kara, Kelly, Deandra, Madison, Lexi, Cheyenne, Tammy, Hannah Ann, Savannah, and McKenna are going to play football. McKenna is upset. She feels left out. She just wants that one-on-one date so bad. Well, McKenna, we got news for you. Instead, you're playing football in the Browns Stadium. Hey, team back in studio, what do you think of this group date? 
I mean, I didn't remember a thing from the game. It's just definitely one of those group dates what? where the physical activity doesn't stand out to me. I'm like, okay, hurry up. Let's get to the night portion. Um, there was one gal that, who was the one that was the killer? Who was the one that just got, sh- 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 Cheyenne. she got, I was like, I would have definitely been the McKenna, like catch it. Like, give me one more. Let me just, like, I would have not caught it that well, but Cheyenne, I was impressed. Uh, Cheyenne had comments to say to Peter about her physical state afterward. As She's she like, excuse me. As I, she should. I went through the ringer. She was right. <laughs> she, girlfriend was right. You, We couldn't be farther apart on this. I thought this was one of the most interesting, fun group dates to watch. Really? I was so into it. <laughs> I thought it was intriguing and fascinating. I thought these women were going at each other. They weren't form tackling. They were just like lowering shoulders, just popping each other off. Like, it was. Oh my God. Are you are you a big football fan? Massive football fan. I, I'm a huge football fan too, and I don't know. My eyes glazed over. I'm like, I don't want to watch. Oh, it's like I know what's going. I I know it. It's just like those like soccer tournaments, the football tournaments on the show. I'm like, like. Ugh. I I don't know much about football, but I did. I, I did appreciate that they did kind of seem to be going for it. It felt a little tougher than normal, and I as much as I like my Victoria P. I could see how I would have gotten annoyed with watching her get a massage on the uh, sideline. Oh, so annoying. So annoying. I was like, oh, my back still hurts. What did her back hurt from? The pillow fight or something? Oh, like the bull ride? <laughs> was the bull? Like, was, yeah, from like line dance, getting grinded yeah, in a boot store dancing. in Calabasas. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Making well, out hey, in a truck. We're, we're disagreements <laughs> about this group day. We got to give a little respect and shout out. When was the last time you ran full speed at somebody, lowered your shoulder into them, got back up and did it 20 more times? Those women had to be so sore and so tired that night that, hey, give them credit. But since the group date wasn't your thing, then I mean, the night portion of it was definitely my thing. I loved it. The evening portion. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, bring on the drama. I mean, Alea's back. The, The ladies are the ladies are all, you know. First of all, watching Victoria P, who didn't even play, like ask, like grab, like can I steal you for a second? Immediately. Oh my god! I was like, girl, <laughs> no. <laughs> they're all sitting there with like black eyes and shit. they're like like taped up. It reminded me of the Hannah B rugby thing, like the one when Luke threw Luke on the ground. Oh yeah. When everybody was like had like you know arms and splints and stuff. Yeah. So these gals have been through the ringer. Yeah. And then like massage queen on the sideline is like, can I steal you for a second? I would have killed her. Oh yeah, I would have been so annoyed. So um. Who then Sheehan yeah. has her solo time with him yeah. after, you know, being just wrung out. Yeah. And then of course Alea comes I mean. in interview and interrupts her. And when I said Alea, I I left last week's episode saying that he should have let her stick around. I remember that. And I'm okay with that. I still and I actually have no problem with the fact that he said, Do you want to come back? Yeah. And then he lets her back in. I think my whole problem here yeah. was the fact that he gave her the rose. Dude, exactly. What was he thinking? What was he ben, thinking? was that not what was his number thinking? two big blunder what, of the season? What was he thinking, Ben? What was he uh, thinking? Honestly, I feel at this point, Peter thought in his head, I think he was thinking that this would be a way to give a gift to Leia because he's felt so bad that he sent her home. I actually think he really likes this girl, like really likes this girl. He realized that he felt terrible. This was his what he thought was a gift to her to kind of even the score, because I think he probably felt like she was behind the game. But 
it backfired so bad. So badly. And there was even a point so where I was bad. like, okay, um, okay, so let's let's backtrack for a minute. She sits down with Peter, Alea, and she says, let's clarify some things. Victoria P and I like actually know each other, so yes. it really hurts me that she was the one that was like the yeah. what's the straw that breaks the camel's yeah, back yeah. when it came to your decision making. And then he's like, What are you talking about? Victoria said that like you guys maybe spent three hours with each other. Alea says that they actually had a whole Vegas trip together and that I think that they've interacted at other times as well. So here's my question. Was the Vegas trip, I felt like there was a miscommunication. Like, did they go on a trip or was like their, pa- it felt then the way Victoria was talking about it, it made me feel like, oh yeah, that's where our pageant was. Like, no, I don't think that's where their that's pageant was. was. Oh, but it could have been because I think they do do like the Miss America, Miss USA pageants over there in Vegas. There, there's some, I have a little bone to pick. Just, I actually, I was sort of glad he got rid of Alea. And I know that's not a popular mm-hmm. thing to say. She reminds me a little bit of Hannah and the Luke P. Just in, I feel like he's super horny for her. Like he's definitely like, he loves putting the ladies on a shelf and making out with them. I feel like he has like boner <laughs> fever spread for the Alea. Legs. Yeah, he likes to spread out. He's got the elf on the shelf, spread the elf on the shelf. Uh, he just, uh-huh. you know, like God bless him. That's fun. Like good for him. I feel like he's got full boner fever. Can I say boner fever? Is that yeah. okay? okay oh, yeah. I, like, I feel like he's got full boner fever for Leia, and he's like razzled by her. For whatever reason, he, she, she jangles his chemicals, and he okay. wants to I get, get it. at it. I get the comparisons <laughs> to Luke now. but And I feel like... I like the jangles his chemicals. That's yeah. fantastic. And, I, like, and you can see, like, he's a horny guy. Like, he did it in the... He reenacted whatever... The sauna. The sauna. In the, in the, the windmill, duh. And then the windmill... And then even, like, the lawyer, like, whatever happened in the lobby... At the Four Seasons at the West Lake Village. <laughs> like, who knows what happened at that wedding? Like, I don't know. But the guy likes to pick up a lady, stick her on a shelf, and like get at it, which is fine. I feel like he wants to make out with Alea, and like he, all, his chemicals are jangled. So all he's doing is talking to everybody about Alea, like she did with Luke P. And like at a certain point, they're like, "I'm so bored. Like I'm over it." And it's taking, it's just bleeding into everything because he's horny for her, and he wants to keep her. And like he's like la 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 la, even though she kind of sucks, I want to make out with her, which is fine. He should just go make out with her and like have that be that. But yeah. Arden, you're obviously biased here. What is it? Okay, we're gonna move forward past all this into this kind of conflict between Victoria and Alea. What is it about Victoria P that messes up your chemicals? I like Victoria P. I, I know you like her. Why? I felt like you liked you her, liked last, her week. last week. You liked I don't, her. I'm not saying I don't like her. <laughs> we were yeah. like pointing at the TV yeah. screen. You, 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 liked, you yeah. liked her last week. <laughs> I felt now again, more will be revealed because I had problems with Hannah Ann a few weeks ago and I got no problem with her now. Yeah, like, she's fine now. We moved on from the Hannah Ann thing, which I knew they were going dude, to do. Yeah, you get the early bad edit yeah. and they're like, okay, you can like her again. Like yeah. I got no beef with Hannah Ann yeah. anymore. I, I could, I'm not sure. There's, I, I'm, I'm iffier on Victoria P. She seemed to be, maybe because she's a nurse, maybe because she's a nurse. I'm like, I, I don't know. I wasn't in love with her last night, but I feel like Alea has been so irritating in the house with her captain's hat on, like waiting to be, I don't know. And the way she handled like spreading the 
Tim Rison, can I say, or whatever, no, what's his name, Chase Rice. Chase Rice. Like, like that she came in and spread it. I think she's a troublemaker. Oh yeah, totally. So like, while there's a moment in the episode where I go, oh my god, is Victoria P the real villain here? Yes. I quickly, and I think most everybody else quickly changes their, you know, they 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 solidify the fact that Alea is the true villain true. when she. When we see her treat these girls Dude. like this, and she's so stuck up and snobby yeah. when she enters the group, um, she has the rose and she like has all these little snippy comments and then she spreads the Chase Rice stuff. And I'm like, OK, no, we we know who the real villain is here. Yeah. But, but listen, did she really try a little devil's advocate? Did she mean to mess up with the Chase Rice stuff? I can see where you're away, you read this online, you come back. Do you think that was intentional to cause some havoc? Okay, you're right, Ben. You're right. You're, you're right. right. I guess if I read she, it, maybe I would go to She probably knew. She she probably figured that the girls would already know because if it were my and me being the blabbermouth who can't <laughs> keep too. anything in, you're right. I would come back to the house and be like, you guys, you wouldn't believe it. My ex-boyfriend was the performer. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. I would tell everybody. I would yeah. tell, there's no part of me that would be cool. Like, oh no, my god! I wouldn't even think to be quiet about no, it. Actually, oh my god, no, me neither. And in fact, if I was Alea and I saw, it, I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> and I would be like, oh my god, oh my god, she went on a date and it was her ex boy. I would I know. All right, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right, totally ben. right. And I thought about that during the episode. Okay, but of I've, course, slip my mind now. I've got a well, little garbage person in me. Well, no, you got really excited. So here's here's what I want to ask though, and I think it's interesting. Where, if you had to assume, nobody here knows. No spoilers have been read. Where does this go and how does this end up? Ooh, I think Alea is just going to just look really, really bad for a very for until she's eliminated. I, I think, think he's going to be like, oh, crap, I brought this girl back and my original decision was the right one. And now I have to eliminate her and like eat my words. I feel like he's going to make out with her in one hot tub at least once. I feel like mm-hmm. he's going to be like, are you in this? Like, no, Peter, I'm telling you. It wasn't her me. baby voice. I promise you I didn't do it. And he'd be like, oh no, I just don't know what to believe. And she's like, oh, please don't cut me. And he'd be like, Ugh. and she's like, oh, and then like, then, and then at a certain point, some some woman might quit. Like I thought somebody was. Yeah. Okay. She Ann will she, be the quitter. Yeah, if she, anything, yeah, she's like, she can't do out. it anymore. Or Natasha. Natasha. Was it Natasha? Oh, Natasha. Natasha's yeah. also she's like, awesome. I'm out. Yeah. She's awesome. <laughs> and Sydney's not happy either. Sydney's mad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was Sydney the one last week that like? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is like I make my decision and that's my opinion. Yeah. That was that was something we didn't love. Yeah. Ben opens up his sheets. He's like, yep, that was annoying to me. I wish um, this was your headpiece that you just wore that like as a hat everywhere. It's amazing. I just hope you're proud of me for the effort I'm putting into this. Uh, but this is a good episode. And so we have to talk about it. And that's why the sheets are over my head. Blocking the noise. <laughs> well, you have to have sound quality, you guys. Ben, mm. I have a question before we move on from Alea. Why do you guys always just... Why are they so drawn to women like yeah, that? Why would because you? Because I know that you think it's weird too. Yeah, Guys course. love girls they like love, that. They love it. They yeah. love it. It's the second. I think, I think it's a mystery. I think it's a little. This is confusing. what he said last week. I, he said it's because they're a mystery. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it's mysterious, and I think it's a little chaotic, and it's hard. I mean, we see it at the end, and if we if when we break down the very end of the episode, we'll see it with Peter. I think he's so confused that he finds it somewhat in 
endearing and attractive because he doesn't know how to keep his head straight. So he's not making any logical decisions and he's only thinking with one part of his body. And we all know that's not the wise part of your body. And think about it too. Like this is a guy that two weeks ago was covered in glitter going like basically to like, can we call it off? I just want to run away with Hannah Brown. Like Hannah Brown is just gives her like the hug to end all hugs, wrapping herself around him in a glitter dress. (laughs) And he's so his chemicals are so jangled by her. He's like, like he's not, he didn't seem fully over her, and now so he's not he's not with his friends, he's not online, he's not with his family. Like, so he's making no stability. Yeah, he's making some weird Are, choices. Yes, sir. When you explain Peter Weber, yeah, it sounds like you're explaining a middle school boy. You think so? I mean, I've been nutballs in my life too. I've been. I mean, we all could get. I think that the guy, I felt bad. I think he's a nice guy. I think his heart was broken. I think he recently saw the woman who, like, he loved, who came back and, like, was like, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, he invited her back. And then he was like, I can't do this. And, like, now he's in, he's picking between 30 women. I mean, that would be hard for anybody. I get it. Well, hey, uh, we're going to move forward here for the very last uh, scene in this week's episode. And that's a one-on-one date with Kelsey. Now, in my opinion... There isn't a lot to remember because the drama overpowered the date, which oftentimes happens this early in the season. But what are our thoughts on this one-on-one date? I wasn't loving her during Champagne Gate, and I I found that I liked her by the. I thought she was a. Seemed, first of all, I think she's beautiful. She's stunning. She's, I if I had to look like one of the girls, I don't know. It's either her, Sydney. I think between her and Sydney. I mean, because she looks almost like an old school, like French New Wave, like Bridget Bardot. Oh, kind totally of. Bridget Bardot. She's stunning. Yeah. I thought that she, when we got to know her a little more and we knew about her family and her dad, like I felt that I found her very warm. I liked her. I liked her even in Champagne Gate because <laughs> I love the girls that can't hold back. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Poor thing was that. I mean, lesson learned that you, if you got, you do not leave the champagne bottle. Those producers are going to get you. You yeah. keep you keep that locked to your side. Um, I don't even remember what they did. They went soapbox racing, and then yeah. what was their? They went to the dinner date on the ship boat. I have no memory of that. And then they had dinner and then they watched the fireworks. fireworks. I thought they were, I actually felt like she'll make it to the top six. So I was watching that in the first half of the date. I was like, oh man, this could be one of those dates where she gets eliminated on the date. Yeah. And then the second half when she opened up about her parents' divorce, I was like, okay, so she's staying for a while. And yeah. he was very emotionally moved by her story and like by his mom, re, you know, recalling his mom and his grandma and them being out on their own. And I I, I like it. I don't feel intense chemistry no. between them. Not at all. I mean, I really like her. Me too. I think he likes her enough to like bring her solidly into the top 10, like you said. But maybe she'll fall in love in paradise. I mean, she's yeah. a, I. It feels like all these gals, if you want to go far with Peter, bring up how good of a dad he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Just love it. Wonderful dad. The great dad. He, this, he is a family guy. And I buy I do believe that. Oh, yeah. One last shout out tonight. Yeah. Because Victoria went, speaking of being a good dad, she went on that bungee cord thing where it flops you to the very top of the earth and back. Yeah. Kudos to her. That sounds awful. Oh my God. She went on the plane and then she went on the bungee thing. And those are the only things in theme parks that I won't go on because they look very unstable. 
Think about the person that they took. They wanted her to crack, and she rode through actually the whole day. She didn't get out of the car at the tarmac when she was when she was freaking out, thinking it was skydiving, and then she was like, "Oh my god, no!" Yeah, and then yeah. she got like, hello. Oh, <laughs> that was my maybe my favorite part of the episode. Amazing. She's very authentic. <laughs> yeah, I know. But then she rose to the challenge, even though she's like openly nervous. And then he was like, do you like amusing parts? And she clearly doesn't. She was like, uh-huh. And then they put her on <laughs> the scariest rides. And then like, she was adorable. Great at basketball. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know. And I felt like, and then they had Chase Rice, like. I felt like every they put her through the ringer she and conquered. she she rose to the challenge on yeah. all of them. She's adorable. She did awesome. Well, hey, um, we got to take a second here. It we're gonna first close off this this breakdown by saying the end of the episode is just chaos, right? I mean, there's not yeah. a lot to talk about other than the fact that everybody's arguing, the women are yelling at each other, everybody's mad at Peter. It feels like women are gonna go home. It's chaos, and I want to close and just take a second because I don't know if anybody recognized this. And this is in all seriousness. Um, one of my favorite just athletes of all time, obviously Kobe Bryant has passed away yesterday with his daughter and, and others. If you saw the very end scene yes, in this episode, I did. Yep. Victoria yells Kobe as she shoots a shot, Aww. which is just a good remembrance to all of us of how much of an impact he had in a lot of lives and how Kobe is now synonymous with shooting a basket and that is this generation that has came up watching him play. It is a tragic, tragic scenario. But I felt like it was beautiful to see that at the end because obviously this happened many months before. Mm-hmm. The edit was done months many weeks before, ago. Yeah. And yet this shows up at the very week, a day after Kobe's passing. Um, I just want to highlight that because I thought that was really special. I thought that was so special. So special. It's been a really... Last couple days. Yeah. Hey, um, I didn't mean to bring down the mood too much. I know it's just uh, one of those things that we appreciate Kobe and everything he did and his family and his daughters. But am I right in saying that the end of the episode just feels like everybody's upset, it's chaos, and they close it out? Totally. It feel like he. It felt like he lost the trust of a lot of the gals. Like they, they, I think they felt, I think a large number of women felt disrespected. And I don't think I'd ever seen a group of women stand up to the bachelor so much as that group did. Mm -hmm. Like he was put more on the spot by a room than I'd ever seen. I don't know if a bachelor has ever (laughs) disrespected a group of ladies on a group date like that. (laughs) No, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. bad. It was bad. Um, Okay, before we let you go, I wanted to get a comedian's point of view from the... um, the word mistakes that we had in last week's episode. Oh my God. It was incredible. The finasco. The finasco. That we got from Hannah Ann. I didn't think was so bad. But the lingerie. Oh my God. I am so mind boggled <laughs> by the fact that there is a 20 something year old in this world, in America. I mean. That calls it lingerie. The lingerie finasco was. A, it was it was so pleasing to me because our producer watches it on um, closed captioning and they like they actually phonetically wrote it out lingerie finesco like they whoever sits and types out the closed captioning mm-hmm. wrote it out and you know the editors were so ex- every time somebody pronounces something wrong you know they cannot wait to edit it in and like play it as the full and it's the most wonderful thing I loved it, it it's it is it, that was something else hey Arden You've been amazing. Thank you for coming on the Most Famous Podcast. Make sure you listen to Will You Accept This Rose on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or 
Hey, wherever you get your podcast, Arden, thanks for coming in. It is my pleasure. If you guys ever want to come play with us, we would love to have you. We're here for you. Um, You guys listen to her podcast and our podcast. I know that she was so funny and fun today, but, you know, don't leave us. No, don't. No, no, no. You guys are like the Harvard and we're like the fun fun side, you know, community college. Like we're going to like we're the party school. Everybody go to the party school. Come to the party. We're the party school, but we're not your main degree. Hey, Arden, thanks a lot. Thank you for having me. It was a joy. Some are claiming this week's episode of The Bachelor goes down as a top 10 episode of all time. I would argue that it is up there. I'm more intrigued by what's going to happen next, and I think that's what excites me. It is so far, I'd say Peter's season is full of drama. No fault to his own. I think he can probably put his foot down and stop it a little bit more than he is. But the women are causing a lot of it. We need to move past the drama, though, because it's about week five, and week five is when I want to start seeing love stories. Week five is about the week that we start seeing those love stories, so hopefully we do get to see something good next week. Maybe like a little more Kelly, maybe a little bit more Madison, since Madison's one-on-one. Uh, we have not really seen much from her. Yeah, let's bring out Hannah Ann. Let's meet some of these girls that haven't been the topic of conversation uh, so far in this season. It is a, I'd still say, a good season of The Bachelor. I'm... I'm I'm intrigued. I'm into it. I'm enjoying watching it. There's been very f- few moments of filler time. Hey, we want to say thank you to Arden uh, for coming on our podcast today. She helped us break down this episode, and she added a flavor that we needed it. Uh, Ashley, as always, you're amazing. Until next week, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See you guys. Later. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry pamper swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the skin health alliance they're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex try swaddlers with new pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin free and gentle cleans better without risk of tearing it's made from 100 plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger with free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.